Here you are, Commander. I caught the other one poking around in Hold F. He was waving this around like it was a flipping flag on flipping Unity Flipping Day. Language, Corporal Tompkins. Sorry, sir. He also had this jotter full of funny scribbles, too. Good work, Corporal. What have we got? Pretty advanced looking bit of kit. What's it do? I doubt you'd understand if I explained it. Uh, so where do we all try to live in blissful ignorance? <laughs> oh. Oi, now betting on my companion. He's got a note for his doctor about the roughhousing. Yeah, you'll discover on this ship, matey, I hold an executive license to smack people around. <laughs> it's practically in my job description. I had CHR about getting that job description rewritten if I were you. It is the 28th century, and aboard the deep space freighter Shazbot, Dr. Weasel and Abvig Goose have once more run into an unexpected spot of bother in Dr. Weasel Goose Shock Part 2. I'm still waiting for you to answer my questions, Darway. What does this do? It's an etheric beam translocator. I was using it to take multi-phasing quantum microgravity readings from the local galactic cluster which I need in order to correctly reverse through a cosmically uncertain spherical. <gasps> Are you trying to be funny? I can't stand funny people! Okay, Alvik, better dial down our normal vaudevillian routine and answer the nice gentleman with all the blasters questions. Look, uh, Mr... Lieutenant Wormington, Executive Officer and Security Chief of the United Earthship, Shazbot. Charmed, I'm sure. I'm Dr. Hazel, and the fellow you're holding by the scruff of his pyjamas is Alfie Goose. Hello. The thing is, we just sat down on your shiny spaceship for a couple of minutes to take some navigational readings. How's that possible? Nothing's docked with us since before we left Gamma Sector. Yes, uh, well, <laughs> my, um, you see, uh, our ship doesn't dock like one of your UE clunkers. It's a bit more uh, sophisticated and whizzy, you see. Really? Advanced technology like this so-called ether beam locator? Ferric translocator. Oh, not that that matters right now. I've heard quite enough of your lies, Draconian. Tuckins, escort these gentlemen to the bridge. I'm sure Captain Burulian will want to have a word before we finalise matters. I'm going to reconnoitre the deck first, just in case these would-be saboteurs have left us any little presents. Stand there, you two. Captain Burulian, Lieutenant Wormington ordered these two stowaways to the bridge so you could interrogate them. Found them skulking around Hold F. The lieutenant thinks they're possibly saboteurs in the employ of the Chaconian Empire. Thank you, Tompkins, but I've heard Wormington's speculations before. Thinks there's an enemy agent behind every bulkhead, I swear. Right, the pair of you. Best explain what you're doing on my ship. Come on. I haven't got all day. Sorry, Captain, but that brute of an officer who found the Doctor and me rather roughed us up. Not sure we feel like talking, but we've had an apology. Writing, probably. That's the techie day, Avic. A nice cup of tea and a banana muffin would also hit the reparation sweet spot, too. I don't know what kind of vessel you think you've skulked away on, but on my ship, I don't take kindly to stowaways who smart talk and weasel out of facing possible charges. Me? Weasel? Perish the thought. Okay, look. Captain... I'm Dr. Wahizal, this is Afi Goose, and we're cosmic adventurers without portfolio. Oh, much of a plan. My little spaceship only touched down on your lovely, shining, gleamy thing for a few moments to get our bearings. You see, we've been having a few navigational issues and thought we'd be on our way for anyone noticed. We're so, so, so sorry. 
Aren't we, are they? I guess so. Still no excuse the way we've been treated. But net goes. I see. So, if I'm to take you at your word, this whole thing has been the most terrible kind of cock-up, has it? And I should dust you off and wave you on your merry way. Honestly, do you think I flew in on a soya cracker? Think I got to be an old merchant freighter captain by believing every bleeding heart story stowaways tell me? Hmm? But there's the truth! Ha! I don't believe it for one second. Now on my ship, there's two ways to deal with stowaways. You can walk to the nearest planet, or you can work your passage. And I'll put in a good word for you once we hit the Terran space docks. But Captain, the nearest planet is three light years away, and uh, oh, uh sorry... Ah, uh, well, in that case, uh, what would you like us to do first, Captain? I'm a dab hand in the old science and engineering fields, and Avdik here, why, he's probably the best astro-navigator you'd ever meet. Really? Well, Advic, if you're as good as the Doctor here says you are, you could be the answer to my prayers. Our Navicomp is next to useless. See what you can do, and then, well, consider this an audition to join the crew. Righto, no pressure then. Right, let's see how we're doing today. Cryo systems operating at 100%. Emergency interlocks locked. That's another section down, only another 143 to go. Oh, join the UE Merchant Freighter Corps, Mother said. It's a life of adventure. Well, Mum, if your idea of excitement is checking hundreds of highly pressurised vessels every day for months in the bowels of an obsolete freighter, then good old Cyril Crunchy has made it to the big leagues. What? That can't be. Can it? Oh, crud, oh, crud, oh, crud. Don't be a pressure leak. That's not right. Not right at all. Sounded like a pressure leak, but I'm not reading any elevated helium levels. No sign of a rupture either, but... Hello. That's odd. This cryo-vessel's got a non-regulation hatch. Why would anyone put a hatch on a container designed to hold highly pressurised gas? What? Wait, is that a doorbell? <laughs> hello? Hello? Anyone want to come out and say hello to Crewman Crunchy? Who the hell are you? There you go, Captain. I've recalibrated your Navipod, and I've plotted a course to Earth that will save you a couple of months' travel time. I believe, as they say, the job's a good one. I'll be the judge of that, Advic. Well, I'll be a space hectobod's ante. This plot checks out. However, did you calculate it with half a non-functional Navicomp? The raw calculations are incredibly difficult. Ah, oh, well, you see, Captain, I happen to be a numerical genius. It's why I wear this star on my uh, lapel here to indicate my mathematical excellence so everyone knows that. I thought you wore it to warn everyone. Look out! Annoying ghosts! Avoid conversations! No, go stick your head down a recycling tube, Dr. Weasel. Whatever your companion thinks, Advic, you've done my crew and the UE an enormous favour. Saving time like this will save lives on Earth. Companion? I'm the companion? Think nothing of it, Captain. Happy to help. It reminds me of my time as a junior astrogator on the Starliner to Alka-Seltzer. 
Attention all crew, test alert level 2 has been initiated. Stand away from the console! Move! Lieutenant Wormington, the captain asked me to... That's the final warning you get, Chaconian loving felt! Lieutenant Wormington, stand down immediately. That is an order. What's this tactical alert nonsense, eh? Captain, I'm sorry, but I can't follow your orders at this time. While I was checking hold F, I came across the body of Crewman Crunchy. Body? He's dead? Well, whatever happened? That was in the neighbouring bay to where I apprehended these saboteurs. His neck was snapped clean through. Crunchy must have come across them shortly before my patrol did, poor sod. Thought you'd gotten away with it, you murdering scum. Snapped his neck? Honestly, Captain, uh, Lieutenant, uh, do we look like the kind of folks who can snap people's necks? I've struggles for opening a packet of crisps. It's true, uh, I think they're only ripping them in extra strong plastic, though. Silence! Under UE Emergency Space-Time Law 57Q, I am placing the pair of you under a sentence of immediate termination. Lieutenant, that's quite enough of this foolishness. Crewman Clark, turn off that damn fool alarm and let's see if cooler heads can't prevail, eh? I am not saying Advic and the Doctor aren't in a lot of hot water, but you can't storm onto my ship's bridge and start shooting people. It's bang out of order. With respect, Captain, the Shazbots might be your ship, but UE Emergency Spacetime Law gives me jurisdiction. In the event of any mission-critical situation where enemy action is suspected, the Security Chief may issue a tactical alert, overriding the Captain's authority in matters of shipside security. This is preposterous and insubordinate, Wormington. I'll have you to court-martialed and stripped of your space flight certificate for this. That might be a bit too late for Ravik and me, if he gets all shooty in a moment. That's your prerogative, Captain, but my loyalty to Earth, my oath as UE officer and space-time law will back me up. These two saboteurs must die. Yes, it'd be marvellous, Doctor. And we've gone a whole two weeks without someone trying to execute us. Will Lieutenant Wormington open fire on the time-travelling duo? Can the Doctor talk his way out of this deadly situation? And just who really killed poor old Crewman Crunchy? The answers may be lurking in Doctor Weasel, Goose Shop, Part 3. Doctor Weasel's a weasel tell you all the Enterprise production between Randolph Weasel and Doctor Weasel, Crewman Goose, Alfred Goose, Joe Scott Darrell, Captain Merriam, Steve Alexander as Lieutenant Wormington, and Connor Darrell as Crewman Crunchy.